that's all this podcast is gonna be. Me correcting myself over stuff that I myself have made up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legends of Loam. My name is Jonathan Banner and I will be the game master and host of this podcast. This game and podcast started as a passion project over two years ago, but life kept me from editing, so here I am making the best of 2020 and finally getting around to putting these episodes out. Quick side note, the audio you are about to hear is over two years old. We have a better recording space now, as well as a better computer to record on. I have edited these to the best of my ability. I may occasionally have to jump in from present day and add a little bit of narration to make things flow together better. There is also a recording session that got cut by the recording software. I will do my best to sum that up and keep going along with the story. I apologize for the break and flow of the gameplay, but there is no way we can go back and record and replay those sessions. The audio you are about to hear is from our second session. Our heroes are about to meet for the first time, and it's as good a jumping in place as I can get to right now. Our first session, while the audio is still good, it is proving much more difficult to edit. Uh, each of our heroes had a session zero, a level one one-shot, that established their character and their backstory. But they are now level two and about to find themselves in a world-altering situation. And now let's introduce our players. I'm Joel and I play Maud Brattle, the level two Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather and I play Willa Lightstep, the level two Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level two Paladin. We join our heroes as they are making their way to Kingsland, the major port city of the human continent of Alon. So, the night before you get to Kingsland, um, you fall into a deep dream? Okay. You awake on, on stone, not in your bedroll, you're dressed in your normal clothes, mm -hmm. but you don't have any of your equipment. Okay, that's a little creepy. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I'm, I'm just gonna say, like, if, if ever you're like, well, oh wait, I don't stand up or anything, mm -hmm. tell me stuff like that. But I'm just gonna assume you act like a person. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're gonna be, wait, I'm super rogy, I'm gonna pretend to still be asleep <laughs> and try to figure out where I am before I wake up. You doing that? No, I'm probably creeped out enough. I'm okay. going to stand up. I am going to try to be stealthy. But You are in a large room. You're on a slightly raised... You're like a step up on this round circle dice... Raised platform. Surrounding you is a room full of, full of pedestals with random junk sitting on top of each one. Occasionally, some of it, like, your your thief eye looks around, and yes, there's a few things that might be worth a few items, you know, like, there's, like, a gold circlet hat thing. It's like a tiara without anything on it. It's just a circle that you set on the top of your head. Like, that's, if that's actual gold, even just for the gold, it's worth money. You do notice there is a 
there was a dwarf in the room with you with very tan skin, which is, you're pretty sure it's female because of the, well, it's a very short beard. It's still a beard, but it's a very short beard, and it's done very decoratively. Chainmail, beards, it's hard to tell, of course. That's true. Unless you're a dwarf. It's hard to tell. Which I am definitely not. Yes. Um, is this dwarf doing anything? She is going around the different items and looking at them. Occasionally she'll pick one up. And as soon as she picks one up, like her head, like you're pretty sure this is the first item she's picked her, because she picks up one mm -hmm. and like her eyes kind of dart around the room. And she slowly sets it down when this goes, and then she'll pick it up again. And then she moves to another pedestal and picks up another one and sets it down. But she's looking through these items. There's also another figure in this room. You see a human, very tall and limber, and has bleached white hair. You can roll me a check of whatever kind you think if you want to learn more about him. Okay, um, I'm going to do a history check to see... If that means a thing to me. Uh, that's a 13. You have heard stories. You're pretty sure this is a water gen uh, genasi. Basically an elemental human. A human that has been imbued with water elemental aspects of him. They come from, they come from an island that has been a natural portal to the elemental wilderness. Has been open for generations. And that raw magical energy has not leached, but taken hold of those humans. And you know there's one for fire, air, earth, and water. Okay. Um, they're both older adults. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's also looking at items and whatnot, but he has he's looking at them, but he doesn't look like he's picked any up. As soon as they notice you, kind of look at you, and the water Nazi does not approach you at all. He's keeping an eye on you. The dwarf is, um, she sets down the item she's looking at and walks right up to you. What are we doing here? Okay, I'm going to put on my most charismatic smile and be like, I have no idea. I was hoping you could tell me. Um, how did you get here? How long have you been here? I've been here just a few minutes. He came um, about a minute ago and now you're here. I see. How did we arrive? I woke up on that platform, and he, um, there was a very brief flash of light, and same with you. He woke, he was laying down, looked like he was asleep. I was asleep when I was brought here. I presume it's the same with you? Yes, indeed. What were you doing prior to that? Sleeping. I see. Um, have you found anything in this room so far that looks interesting? Besides these pedestals with these items? Um, well, just go pick one up. You'll see. I see. By the way, I'm Willa. Roxanna. Alright. I am going to go up, for lack of something better, and pick up the circlet. Okay. Um, as soon as you do, you see these alcoves in the room. It's like they burst into flame, but they settle into like a swirling, like a doorway, portal, archway thing. Um, so there's, there's like a burst of energy and then there's this wall of energy. Do there are six of them in this room. Do any of them stand out any differently from the others? 
They're each a different color, but other than that, no. Okay. Red, blue, green, yellow, orange, and purple. Okay. I'm just going to do an arcana check and see if that tells me anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, that was a three. That was a two on the die. <laughs> um, no. Okay. Joel, it's, yes. you have been on the ship for a number of days now, but you are well within shoreline of Alon, the human, the main human continent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell you it will be just another day before you reach Kingsley. Okay. You're asleep in your little cabin with your three other roommates. Um, it's hot and stuffy and all the horrible things, but no one is sick and it's not a storm, so it's better than it has been. Somehow it's much Somehow it's much much better. You're almost used to the smell. (laughs) There's a brief flash of light, and suddenly there is a very scrawny human male laying in that silk lift. You are awake, but still laying down. What do you... You are... As opposed to being in a uncomfortable, like, straw-filled mattress on a wooden frame, you are suddenly on hard stone. You were asleep. Yeah. I, like, look around... Kind of stand up and kind of move towards like a wall, like backing up towards the wall, and be like, "Hello." Oh, hey. You are in the center of the room. Oh, in that case, yeah. I'll just like curl up in the fetal position. Okay. <laughs> and say, "Hello." Um, are you okay? As I, I poke his shoulder. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. The um, dwarven lady pushes past Will up and it's like, "Do you know why we're here?" No. Do you? No. She goes back to looking at items. Okay, well, as I'm feeling a little bit, well, not comfortable necessarily, but a little more accustomed to the situation, I'll uh, slowly stand up and try and get a bearing on the situation and on the people here. There's another human looking guy, there's the halfling, there's the dwarf. Apparently, a very friendly halfling. Well, more so than anyone else here. By the way, I'm Willa. Hi. Uh, Maud. Yes, yes, um. Do you so, know what's happening? How exactly? the foggiest? It's the most strange thing. Do you know anything about magic? A little bit. Okay, so check these things out. Okay. As I point them to the portals. It appears to be a bit of a hole in the wall. Still holding the circle. Stick it in his hand. Okay. See if anything happens. Boom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll take that back now. And... Okay, what well, can I do? Narcon check? Then? Yes. Okay. But as soon as you're not touching an item, they're empty. Does that impair my arcana check, or would I have? No. Okay. That's 16. So you get a weird vibe from everything here. But since you're specifically paying attention to these portals, they are portals of teleportation of some kind. It appears that these are portals, um, and it seems that holding this, or something similar, activates the uh, portals. I don't know how exactly, or why it seems to not be fully active when we're both holding it. We're not getting anywhere here, but I am curious what else is on these pedestals. And I'm just going to look around for a while. Well, give me a quick perception Perception. check. I'll probably be... Can I do an investigation check instead? (laughs) Give me a perception real fast, and then do an investigation if you want something specific. Okay. Probably be taking a look as well. Okay. That's actually a 15. I'll take it. There's a huge range of items. Praxana is looking at what seems to be a sword in, the sh- in a sheath. 
like she's paid it up. She looks pretty comfortable with it. Um, in fact, she starts putting it on the water genasi or the human for for you, um, Mon. He picks up a dagger that's got like a little bit of a broken edge on it, um, and he's trying to hide it on him, like hide it, but he got a two on a stealth check. So like he picks it up and drops it, and then probably tries to put it right back up on top as if he didn't touch anything, but he's still kind of hovering around it. But there's everything in here from, um, <laughs> like it sort of looks like someone went through a hoarder's house and just grabbed random things. It's a yard sale. It's a yard sale. <laughs> um, at that moment, I think there's another flash of light, and there's a large minotaur now in the stone circle. Whoa. <laughs> As I like, try and hide behind one of the pedestals. <laughs> you guys have probably seen a minotaur or two, especially you working in the shipping business, um, because they are great, no offense, they're great manual <laughs> labor. <laughs> It's yeah. still pretty intimidating. It's like yes. I'm still feeling rather uncomfortable with the situation. Yes. yes. So. And also, you're like seven foot tall, <laughs> easily twice your height. Yeah. Yeah. So you wake up on a stone surface. You are not no longer in your tent. Um, you were definitely asleep before this. I stagger up, and can I roll the throw up? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Neither of you have, like, you guys have your basic clothing and whatnot, but nothing else. I got an 11. You dry heave. Okay. Can I like stumble around? What in the... And I catch myself. Hello? Uh, there's a dwarf, there's a humanish looking guy, there's a scrawny human, and then there's a halfling. Who is just staring up with huge eyes. <laughs> just kind of look around. Is everyone kind of like giving me like cautious eyes. Uh, the dwarf is definitely like partially drawing a sword on you, but <laughs> um, it's, she's slowly putting it back in the sheath. I know we're in a dark place, and I'm a minotaur, but I promise I'm not gonna hurt you. And I, like, I'm a representative of the Church of Malia, and I kind of look around, everyone seems to be kind of scared, and the only thing I can think of is, uh, does anyone require any medical attention? Because I'm still half awake. Uh, Maud, can you roll me some sort of intelligence-based skill? Well, since he showed, like, the, uh, symbol of Malia, I'll just do a religion check then. Okay. Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, yes, that is the symbol for Malia. It matches the a small symbol on the pedestal that you are hiding behind. Oh. Well, I kind of, like, look at that, kind of, like, look back at your symbol, look back at that. It's like, I think this pedestal is your same symbol. That kind of, like, breaks me out of my post- Whatever happened to me, shock. Like, what? Wait, who are you? And who are you? And who are you two? As I crash back to again. Um, Willa, this is Maud. Hi. That's Praxana. And this is Tall and Silence, who's been avoiding us. He's like, he's hiding behind the, uh, the pedestal, but he's got that broken dagger. <laughs> ready oh, to shiv anyone yeah. that comes close to him. Seriously, dude, chill. We... All showed up here with no idea what's going on, so any insight you have would be awesome. Oh, hey, check this out. Can I grab the circlet? Uh, foom! I drop it. <laughs> and pick it up again. <laughs> I point to him off. You're like a human that knows things about magic. Based on just how. Why does everyone assume that? Do you have a look? Thanks, I guess. Explain this, please. Welcome, wild gathered. These appear to be portals, um, and holding on to at least that circlet and maybe the other things here. Prexon is like, 
Yeah, they all seem to. Okay, well there you go. They, they all seem to open the portals while you hold them. Although two people holding the same one doesn't seem to fully activate it. I'm accepting it's a lot better than I thought I would. <laughs> it's very strange. By the way, your name? My name is Barnabas Bulwark. I am a servant of the Church of Malaya. I see. Okay, cool. Nice to meet you. And then I suddenly remember, Shift wait, this. you said that this pedestal had the symbol on it of my church. Was there an item for it? Did I, do I re- realize that that's specifically the one that the circle was on? Or is that she had already picked it up before, before you showed it. So that'd be my best guess, yes. but I don't know. Well, you know that the one pedestal, definitely the dagger came off that one. Yeah. And you did not see the dwarf with the sheep until she went to that side of the room. Okay. So the best deduction would be... Occam's razor would say... <laughs> I kind of just point to, uh, to Willa. Sleight of hand. It's not out here anymore. <laughs> I rolled a nat 20. What, sir? <laughs> like squint at her. Okay, this isn't going to get us anywhere. Since that one's spoken for, even though I'm kind of salty about it, I close my eyes and I spin around and I just grab like the first thing I touch. Okay, roll me a d4 and a d10. So, uh, two and four. You find a, um, it is the hilt to a sword. When you pick it up, you feel it vibrate a little bit as suddenly it is the handle to a short sword. Hmm. That's interesting. There's like a slight vibration in your hand from it. Um, so as that's kind of happening, I'm going to take a look just kind of around the other ones nearby me, the other pedestals, and see if I see anything else I recognize on them. So a religion check. Okay. Um, 17. 17. You notice um, Acor's sign, the deity of the sea, on a bracelet. Okay. I guess I'll take a closer look at that. Okay. It's a bracelet. It's made up of various stones that have like a blue streak kind of running through them, almost like waves. Hmm. You're not sure if it's a trick of the light, but it almost looks like there's like a small light pulsing through it. But you can't be 100% sure. I would like to um, use one of my uses of divine sense. Okay. You're picking up that this place is holy, but nothing evil, nothing... It's kind of a wash. Like, there's some evil, there's some good. It might be more good than evil. That kind of bolsters my confidence a little bit. <laughs> I'd like to do a religion check on the symbol from the weird short sword. Uh, so 12? That's the symbol for Imuto, um, the deity of transmutation magic. Okay. Even or odd? Even. Uh, you feel a slight vibration from the hilt. Um, and as you look down, you are now holding a long sword. <laughs> Dang, son. And I gotta write down weird short sword or weird long sword. <laughs> There's another flash of light from the center, and I need one of you to roll me d24. Who this is? Okay. Two. Two. Okay. There is a flash of light, and suddenly there is a high elf laying on the stone. Howdy. Mm. What is this place? Where am I? A bit of a good question. One that I don't think we know yet. Yeah. Um, here. I'll just randomly grab something off one of the pedestals. Check this out. Okay. (laughs) Check this out. Uh, you hand her uh, a scrap of fabric that, as you're handing it to her, you realize it's got 
uh, like a skull mine. You also notice that since you have two items, mm -hmm. the portals have winked out and are gone. But as soon as you let go of that second item, they whoosh back to life. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I'm going to grab another thing and give it to him. <laughs> Check this out, magic person. <laughs> and it's gone. Uh, she looks around the room and then drops the fabric and it wafts down to the floor. She'll then reach over and pick it up again. Looking at her, she is very young for a high elf. We're talking like 20. So I guess we give her the rundown real quick? Yeah. yeah. So, what do we do from here? It's obvious. We go through one of the portals. Although I think it'd be a better idea if we stay together. That sounds like an excellent idea. Do we have to go? I yeah. mean, do you want to stay here? I don't really want to go with that either. Well, there's no way out aside from the portal, so we could stay here and then not do anything and probably die. Where you come with us, maybe die, but even more likely, maybe live. Fine, fine. I completely put on the bracelet then. And I, uh, I look over to Proxana, is her name? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, ask if she wants to join us. I'll, I'll come for a little bit. I want to see if anyone else shows up. Okay. Maybe, surely someone's going to know what's going on. Okay. Fair enough. And I extend the same offer to the other ones. Looking around, you do not see the, the water genasi. The human one, yeah. <laughs> the human one. Okay. Well, finally managed to pass a stealth check. <laughs> um, I guess it answers that question. And the high elf is too busy, like, looking at items. Well, best of luck to you both. I'm off. You two want to come? I suppose. So you three are going to go off. Which portal <laughs> do you go through? Good question. There's six portals. There's a red one, blue one, green, yellow, and or grease. orange, and purple. It does say green. Yeah, it's green, not grease. <laughs> <laughs> so you who know more about magic than the rest of us, <laughs> do you know anything about any differences between these? Arcana check. Okay. Six. Um, you know that different, uh, not for, not players of magic, different schools, schools, that's the word, thank you. Schools of magic correlate, <laughs> this is why I went to university, <laughs> correlate with different colors, but he can't remember them. Okay. I'll, I'll give you, uh, roll me a d8 and I will give you one of them that okay. you know. Four. You know that enchantment is purple. I, I don't really know any of them. You I also know necromancy is black. Well, that's... Not but, yet, though, so. yeah, yeah. I, they seem to relate to some of the schools of magic, Okay. but I only remember what the purple one is. I guess we were wrong about assuming he knew schools about magic. You That's know. why you thought that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to shoot off a quick ferret of fordom <laughs> for us to have really good luck in picking. Okay. And I'm going to start heading towards the blue one because I had good luck with blue earlier. Roll me a religion check. <laughs> Five. Okay. You step through the blue one, and she's gone. All right. I kind of look to Barnabas, and onward and upward, non-magic human. Uh, all right. And I follow after. Barnabas follows? Yep. All right. Uh, you step through this portal, and it's almost like walking, it's like walking through a beaded curtain kind of thing, where you feel the strains of magic kind of like cover you, covering you and pushing against you a little bit, but then sliding aside and letting you through. 
When you make your way through, you find yourself in significantly smaller room. So these portals were very large in the other room. Right now, they're about the size of a normal door. So I bonked my head getting out of it. <laughs> no, no, you're still fine getting through it and everything. But you walk out of a white portal. You see other alcoves around this room that look like the portals before they activated in the other room. You also notice that besides the one you walked through, they're all about a foot tall. Interesting. That's pretty small. Yeah. You also see a small workbench with a bunch of different potions. Oh, fun. Yeah. There was also someone else in this room. There is a young gnome. Who are you, exactly? He gestures, and it's pretty evident that he can't actually speak. Eventually, he just scribbles in the slight layer of, you know, it's some dust in the ground that he is mute. Could I do a perception check on the room? Sure. Ten. And there's not much else in the first room. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> they are. There are. There's not much else in this room. There is the portal you came through. It is now white, uh, but it is still active. There are the small portals that are only about a foot tall. Now that they're small and like easier to look at, you notice that there is a colored gemstone in the top of each of them. Um, you couldn't really see it in the other room because they were so tall. Looking at the door, you the portal you came through, you see a white gem on top of that one as well. Um, there's the attendant there. He seems to be in just simple clothing. And then there is a work table full of bottles of different liquids. Bottles in every shape and size. So, pardon us for intruding on you, but we are looking for the way out. He gestures at the potions, makes a motion as if shrinking, and then points to, he goes over and like taps the gemstone on a couple of the different portals. Oh, okay. Thank Alice you. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> So are the potions like different colors? They're a bunch of different colors, um, different velo not velocities, <laughs> viscosities. Some of them are opaque, some of them are slightly see-through. Are they like single shot potions or we could like all three of us take a take a uh, there is definitely enough for multiple people to drink. Okay. So like one bottle could be enough for all of us? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, you check on them. Sure. Since I probably have some exposure to potions in school. Uh, 17. None of these have any magical aura around them. <laughs> they all seem to be natural remedies or herb-based stuff or alcohol or spirits or something like that. They don't seem to be... Like, if you do alchemy to create like a health potion, yes, you're using natural ingredients, but you're also infusing it with magic. Um, but none of these seem to be magical. I'd like to do a uh, persuasion roll to, I want to ask him which one would he recommend us uh, taking. Roll it. Okay. Eight. Um, he looks at you for a moment, like big-eyed, might not have seen a minotaur before, but you're not sure, and he just kind of like points at the table. <laughs> Don't think we're getting any help in that direction. Do the uh, colors of the potions um, coincide with the colors of the gemstones? Not specifically, but yes, there are some slightly redder potions and some slightly greener potions. 
but there's not one that's the exact same color as the gemstone. Are you feeling lucky? All right. <laughs> I grab one of the potion bottles and I uncork it and I take a sniff. Roll me a nature check. Okay. I have the grand total of plus zero. <laughs> Uh, eight. A very sour smell uh, comes across your nose. Mm. Like green apple sour or <laughs> um, spoiled milk sour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Combine those two smells. Mm-hmm. Spoiled green apple. Mm. Okay, that's not a good facial expression. I'm going to pick up a different bottle. Okay, and I'm actually going to do a medicine check on it to make sure... It doesn't seem like poison or anything. For a grand total of six. Um, this one is definitely some form of alcohol, but it smells very potent. Okay. Like like moonshine. Okay. Yeah, we're not doing that one. <laughs> okay. Well, I uh, I guess I will go and pick up one as well. Um, Uncork it and then uh, do a nature check on it, I suppose. Okay. For a 19. For a 19. Nice. Um, this one has um, hints of a few spices that you immediately recognize. You know they have some, ar- not arcane, but they have some natural powers in mm-hmm. them that can do funny things when combined. I don't know exactly the specific things that they do, but just... You know it's not harmful. Okay, that's a good start. Yes. That's a good start. Could I ask the gnome guy if there are any more bottles? I want you to roll me an insight to see if you can understand what he says. Oh, uh, yeah, I have a plus three in that. Hey, <laughs> okay. not that 20. Nice. Awesome. Um, he makes some very complicated hand gestures. You quickly deduce that... There's a few more potions underneath the table that are, there's like a small shelf under there. If you reach back into, you can pull out three bottles. Well, well, well. And what do they look like? One of them has skull and crossbones on it. Let's say not that um, one. One of them has like a swirl on it. And the other one is a pitch black bottle. Well, that didn't make this any easier. <laughs> so Maud, did you find it's not going to kill us if we try it? Well, I'm pretty sure it won't kill us. Okay. I don't know exactly what it'll do. It's made of some things that can do some weird things when put together. Well, we're in a weird situation, so... Um, I take the blue swirl and I give it a sniff, too. Roll me nature or medicine. I have a plus three in medicine, so I'm going to do that. Hey, not that 20. Hey, nice. It smells slightly medicinal, but it reminds you of, like, fresh air. Hmm. Let me take a sip of it. Okay. You take a sip of it, you start to see swirls mm-hmm. in your vision. So you like squint your eyes and you blink, and when you do, you are the same height as Maud. God, this must be what the halfling feels like. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> well, that did something. Okay. Take another sip. You take a second sip, and again, the swirls in your eyes, like you close your eyes, and when you open your eyes, you are eye level with Hi. I'm a chippy bull. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the same proportions, he's just shorter. That's weird. Why well, don't funny you being short? Give me some of that. <laughs> so we can restore the world to its proper ways. <laughs> Jug. Does a bottle shrink with them? Uh, no. Okay. 
I mean, you can still easily like yeah. one hand it very quickly. Like it sets on the ground, and you're slowly getting smaller. You're about eight inches tall. Cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, there isn't much choice at this point. There's always a choice. Bottoms up, not magic. Again, your vision swirls, and you are about uh, ten inches tall. Can you take, take one more swig? <laughs> All right. You kind of overdo it a little bit, um, <laughs> and when you open your eyes, you're like six inches tall. <laughs> it tastes really good. Yeah, but you are now the shortest of the party. Oh, it tasted like food. Yeah, right? Nice. Portals are all active. Uh, you have your choice of red, purple, orange, yellow, green. There is no green, there is no blue portal. Where shall we go next? Let's do purple this time. Sure, why not? You guys scurry across the room. We <laughs> divide the gnome. He waves and he picks up the bottle and sets it back where it was. He actually takes it and he pulls a small uh, flask and refills it and then puts it back where it goes. Um, as you guys run across the room and into the purple portal. All right, you guys enter into a room at the proper height. <laughs> That's good. Um, or the room is just very small. Well, the Minotaur is again taller uh, than the rest oh, of hey. you. Um, Will is back to being however tall. Short. Short. And you guys are in the purple room. Yay. Which is that enchantment. One. Sure. <laughs> totally enchanting. If by enchanting there's a large chasm, so you guys are on one side, like a ledge, there's a chasm, and then there's there's like a tall, tall pillar and then another ledge which you can make out the portals on. There's some rope bridges between the pillar and the other side. You can make out something a little shiny there in the middle of the, the pillar. You will either need a, a good perception check to see mm -hmm. it or do a perception check. Yeah, okay. check it out. 15. 18. I think my head's still spinning. Yeah. You're still seeing those swirls. Mm -hmm. It looks like there is a large brass key hanging off of a chain. So you've got your, so there's like a large circular pillar with a small raised area on it, mm -hmm. and hanging right above that is a key. With that perception I'll give you, it does not look like a very good switch. So my next question's gonna be anyway, so. <laughs> Don't send the next world with <laughs> You look light and like you know how to move deftly. Would you mind trying the bridge? I don't know. We were wrong about you not being magical. <laughs> okay. Would you like a try then? I'll give it a try. I'm going to tie this rope around myself. What rope? The rope. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't have like stuff. anything. Never mind. Okay. I am <laughs> going to. Sure. I'll give it a go. All right. Roll me an acrobatics check. Okay. This should go well. <laughs> So have you seen those rope bridges where it's like a rope you stand on and then a rope you hold mm -hmm. as you cross and there's not really anything else? It's basically that. Nice. There's a few like little ropes connecting them just to keep them from getting too separated. So what's that? That's a 10. All right. You get about halfway. If you've seen anyone on any of those bridges, it's very easy to kind of lose your balance and kind of turn sideways, and it's not easy to recover from that. Yeah. So I need another dex, I could be acrobatics, or 
I mean, it could be athletics if you want to try to strong arm your way out of this, but that is up to you. Okay. How, how you want to try to deal with this. I don't think um, handle animals is going to be a great help here, but uh, I summon the wilds. Can I justify sleight of handing my way out of this? Um, Intimidate the room. <laughs> Persuade it. <laughs> Don't think you can slide a hand okay. rope. Because <laughs> you're not trying to hide yeah. something from the rope. I'll just try an acrobatics oh, check. Not 20 on yep. an acrobatics. We'll take that. <laughs> so you just go with it, and like you almost end up like walking on your hands across it, as opposed to walking on your feet. Um, show off. <laughs> and eventually you get to the other side where it's tethered and it straightens itself out. Once I'm safely on the pillar, Shaking to myself, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a bow, and that's like, that was all planned. Roll me a performance check real fast. <laughs> 19? They totally buy it. <laughs> oh. So, uh, you are in the centaur. The centaur? <laughs> you are in a centaur. This no. seems problematic. You are um, in the pillar between the two sides. Um, there's a large... There's a like a dark chain. There's a chain hanging from the ceiling, presuming it continues going up. It's a very tall room, and there is a key hanging off of it. It's got like a little hook that the key's just kind of okay. hung on. Okay, so I can actually like just remove it. Okay. You remove it? Yeah. Okay. You guys hear gust of wind, but it keeps blowing, and the rope bridges are swaying. Very chaotically. Okay. That happens. That happens. Um, so all of the doors with the portals are on the other side. Yes. So I'm going to try to get over to those. You guys are going to have to come over eventually. But I'm going to try to go ahead and go across. Okay. Um, I would grab the rope and I kind of tentatively touch mm -hmm. it. It is a rope. <laughs> Then, like, I have, like, a, not a light bulb since they don't exist, but, like, a candle moment. <laughs> a little, a little slower than the light bulb moment. So I take, casts light on a pebble and holds it over your head. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that spell. And I take out my, um, weird sword, and I say, hey, alchemist man, full metal this, um, uh, actually, rope. when you pull out that sword, will you roll me a d20? <laughs> okay. Five. All right. You have a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know much about uh, Amuto? A Romeo religion check. Okay. Paladin uh, plus two. Not natural 19. Uh, 19. <laughs> so you know Amuto is, he is the deity of um, transmutation. You know that when Pucantio, the god of all magic, got so overwhelmed that he literally broke himself into eight pieces, and that is what created the schools of magic. Okay. And I kind of like the javelin, and I grip it a bit tighter, and I make it like a pretty earnest plea to Amuto to, to transform the rope into something that would be able to hold both of us. Okay. So with that, that would be religion as well? Yes. Anytime you pray to any deity, you have to do a religion check. Okay, so plus two. Uh, 19 again. Awesome. The handle, like, shivers again. Mm -hmm. Roll me the d20 again. Okay. 
14. You have a great axe. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, so I guess this doesn't extend out past this weapon. You now have a heavier thing <laughs> Well, Mr. Magical Minotaur, shall we give it a go? Sure. Uh, let's not both go at the same time. That seems fair. <laughs> Although, well, I was gonna say if we could catch each other, but you could catch me, and that's the only way that's gonna happen. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and go. Okay. Uh, uh, four. Two on the dice. Yep. You don't even make it a foot out before one of your feet slips. Like you're hanging on. <laughs> Um, and I think Barnabas like just reaches out and kind of like grabs you and pulls you back to the side. That didn't go well. I let a defect sail. Willow, will you give me either a perception or investigation? I'll let you choose. Seven perception. Okay. I don't think you noticed. Can I do like an arcana or something like that regarding the key? Sure. And the removal sure. of the key when yeah. stuck. Because it seems a little weird. Yeah. Um, Arcana would be 12. You don't sense anything magical from that key. It just looks like a very heavy bronze key. There's a bronze or brass? It's bronze. <laughs> okay. This is right. I mean, like, it's big. Like, you probably have to hold it with two mm-hmm. hands. Alright. But the key doesn't seem to be magical. The chain doesn't seem to be magical. Um, you said some magic, like, from below where the wind is coming from, but that's probably just whatever is generating the wind. Naturally. Well, shall I make another go, or shall we, uh... I'd be able to jump it. <laughs> is the wind coming up? The wind's coming up! <laughs> oh, there you go. There is some extra lift. This seems like a terrible idea. I have a plus five in athletics. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what you're gonna try. You <laughs> might also just get out there and be hanging from a rope. And I can't really save you there. And she can't. I can't pull you up. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just going to. Mm, did that. Um, I'm roll investigation for any alternative way. I could try to get over. Yeah. Tell you what. This is something I've been thinking of adding gameplay to the game. Um, roll me a D100 percentile. Okay. Mm, so that both both defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty-two. You get a brief <coughs> bit of inspiration. Um, if started with when the key was removed, putting the key back might stop it. I, I told her to try that. Or I asked you and I say to try that. <laughs> okay. We're probably going to need this at some point, but sure, let's try it. You hook it back on the chain and you notice a very subtle, the chain is like pulling down just a little bit. Hmm. Um, and the wind slows and eventually stops. Okay. And the ropes, they're still swaying a bit because they've got inertia, mm-hmm. but um, they're not. Yeah. So, exactly. 
Okay, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and try to get over to the other side and see if we actually need that key. Um, and we'll go from there then. I suppose we should try and make our way across while it's still anyway. Okay. Yay, <laughs> seven acrobatics. That is the sound of you um, <laughs> grabbing it and almost falling straight into the castle. Ah! You catch yourself and you're just kind of hanging on by your hands at this moment. Mod or Barnabas? Yeah. I'll try it this time. Okay. I have a minus one in acrobatics. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just barely make it like it also does like that side thing but you stretch out enough to <laughs> to basically keep tension on you and the rope like you slowly make your way across it's a really good rope <laughs> well if you would like to while well, he's doing that on the other can side can i try to rescue myself yes that is a 14 acrobatics check um you managed to get your feet, like with some swinging and whatnot, you managed to get your feet back on the other rope. Okay. He's still crossing it, so if you want to try to continue to cross... Okay, yes. Uh, you can. I want to try to get across before everybody else. <laughs> That's a nine. Oh. I'm struggling. Uh, you've been hanging onto a rope too much. My hands your, hurt. Yeah, your hands hurt from the rope, uh, and your muscles are just getting tired. Um, you get about halfway and you're, you're, you need a, you, you kind of, you take a break, more or less, hanging on the rope. Um, you can take a break here. You manage to, like, get your arms over it and you're just kind of, like, hanging with it supported underneath your armpits. Barnabas, you, you finally make it across, but it's like one of those, like, kind of scrambling to pull yourself up and keep from falling. And then I do, ta-da! <laughs> No one believes you meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now Mod's turn. Uh, acrobatics check. Ooh. 21. Hey. Nice. Um, Mod makes it across fairly easily and goes, Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> We're all really good at this. <laughs> Uh, now that you guys are on that platform, um, you you see the chain, you Don't. see the large key, um, and you see Willa park halfway across the other bridge. I will haunt you in your dreams <laughs> if you touch that key. I will remind Barnabas that he's a paladin. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get myself moving again. Okay. Um... That's 21. Oh, yeah. You easily scamper across <gasps> all the way over. I got some good motivation. <laughs> <laughs> it's called tough love. I'm that kind of parent. You're that kind of paladin. <laughs> <laughs> so two of you are in the middle. And Willa has made it all the way across. Okay. So, what do you see? What do I see? Uh, you see four portals. Um, on this side. Well, okay, you see five portals, um, but one of them does not have a gem above it. Okay. Um, 
the other portals have what looks like a, just a basic, a, like a slot to put a key in and turn, but none of them are active. Okay. All right, I will yell across. Yeah, we're gonna need that key. No. You guys wanna get it and bring it over here? Madamus, you wanna make your way across first? Well, I was thinking since I'm bigger, I probably don't get buffeted around too much by the wind. So, you go first and I could uh, bring the, or I could just, you know, throw the key over. If you're sure, you don't seem terribly comfortable on ropes though. I'm getting really out of my comfort zone today. I think it's good for me. <laughs> You're sure. So, uh, so I'll uh, try and make my way across. Yep. Uh, non nat 20. Alright. Uh, you scamper across, across pretty easily. Can I use my athletic skill to chuck the key over to them? Yes. Okay. Don't drop it. <laughs> Don't need one that net either. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I mean, if I fall with it, then. I'm just gonna assume I have plot protecting me. Totally. You grab the key, just the key. Is there anything else to grab? The chain, the wall, the rope, yourself. You could screw yourself your over with the chain. <laughs> could I? The wind starts blowing. <laughs> could I uh, make a quick perception check on the chain? Sure. It is a chain. 17. It is a chain. Okay. <laughs> um, well, it the freaking meat had something to do with it last time, so I'm just making <laughs> sure. Um, it is a chain made out of meat. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a chain with a large hook on the end. The key was sitting on, on the hook. Okay. I tuck the, I tuck the key into my shirt and I uh, start to cross. I guess you also noticed that the chain did go up slightly when you removed the key. It went up slightly when I took it off? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. It's a heavy key. Can I try pulling the chain? Sure. I just want to, like, pull it as hard as I can. Okay. Would that be, um, athletics? I want a dex save. A dex save. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. That's, that's scary. <laughs> Three. Ooh. Um, you reach up and you pull that chain as hard as you can and you lose your balance oh. and fall as the chain pulls down very easily. The hook of the chain catches on the rope, you slide off the edge of the platform and are hanging by the chain from the rope. This made everything so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Too much. Uh, you see your friend, friend, acquaintance, random stranger, start to fall into the pit with the key. Come on, you can do this. We need that key. Am I against, like, the wall of the pit? Yes. I guess I try climbing up then. The chain? Or the wall? A little bit of a little bit of yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, give me a... Could I, could I argue that? Athletics? Athletics? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 15. Alright, you managed to get back up on the platform um, after a fair amount of work. You're back up there and you've got the chain. When you give it slack, it starts, it, it pulls itself back up. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're pulling it down, um, it will come, it comes free. Hmm. You're still in the middle of the pillar. Okay. And the, the rope is, the rope is gone? No, the rope's still there. Okay. So it's a chain with a hook on the end, yeah. right? Yeah. The hook fell right onto the rope. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what kept you from just falling with the chain, at least to whatever length the chain is. How long is the chain? All right, you can stand there and try to pull it all down. <laughs> I mean, you can try to tie it. fall like ten feet down <laughs> and hang from the chain. Okay, I'm just gonna leave the chain alone. Okay, so you look up. Because I'm back on the platform, yes. <laughs> all right, it goes. It coils back up, um, and as soon as it goes all the way up and stops, the wind starts blowing from below. Can I just um, pull it down gently? Yeah. Just until I can't pull it anymore? You've got about 20 foot of chain. Okay. Um, could your running start into an acrobatics roll to try to get across where it starts blowing again? I mean, yes. couldn't you just attach it to your belt loop and drag it with you? <laughs> Do I don't know if yelling I'm from the sidelines. I don't know if I'm a belt. You don't want to say anything. Yeah, just tangle it in your shirt or something. I, I don't know. I don't have any intelligence modifiers. So I'm I, yelling at you <laughs> across the sidelines. Okay, I just I loop it back there. Okay, it is attached to you now. Okay, I just start going. Um, you lose your footing, but you're still holding on to the rope. You're about halfway. Okay. Guess I'll try again. Uh, 18. That's better. Um, you, through, like, more like, you managed to, like, swing enough to get back, hold your feet back on that rope, um, enough to shimmy all the way across. Cool. <laughs> you are on that side with the key and a chain tucked into your pants. We made it! Uh, that was worse than I expected. Just, I need to pray really quick. <laughs> I guess they wouldn't do the, nope. the crucifix nope. thing. Mm. Probably not. <laughs> I give the halfling the key. Okay. So which door do we want to try this time? We're doing cool colors right now. Let's try the green. <laughs> I'm going to check for traps first. Okay. I'm going to remove the hook from my pants. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You're just like, um, I can't get through. Why can't I get through? Um, so as it retracts, you see it get all the way back up. Um, and as soon as it's in place, you hear the wind start again. And you see the rope bridges start swaying. <laughs> That's a 13 to check for traps. You see all zero traps. Okay, cool. I'm definitely not listening to this episode. <laughs> um, and you guys step through the green portal. Yes. Yeah. Will our adventurers figure out where they are or who brought them there? Is Maud truly this magic man he claims to be? Will Barnabas finally get a handle on this sword javelin thing, whatever it is. And will Willa's sanity remain intact while being with this party? Find out answers to these questions and more next time on The Legends of Loam. So I really hope you enjoyed that. It's taken much longer than I would care to admit to put it together. As of right now, our release schedule is every other week. 
We are planning on releasing some bonus content on the off weeks, but that's not going to be every single off week. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at The Legends of Loam. And you can find us on our Facebook group at uh, Facebook. Search for The Legends of Loam. All of our social media can be found at our website, thelegendsofloam.com, or you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. Huge shout-out to my players for being patient with playing this game and uh, finally getting this thing released. I'm Jonathan Banner, signing off as your Game Master and host for The Legends of Loam. And hey, thank you for listening. <laughs>